Welcome back to Car Party. It's a very, very special edition of the podcast, not only because mm-hmm. it's the 2023 Car Party Awards, but it's actually the first time Kyle and I have heard the theme music in the background and not just pretended it's there and came in with uh, fake enthusiasm. Kyle, That's how, right. how sick is this? I got hyped up. I'm not going to lie to you. I, uh, I typically play it in my head right before <laughs> bed, right in the morning. Um, you know, I also enjoy that it's uh, also used in a commercial on White Sox uh, radio. I think games. we finally so, outlasted Wintrust Bank, don't we think? I haven't heard really? that in a minute. We yeah. took it from them now? Yeah, I mean, we okay, started well, We started. We had it first. We did. We I'll did. say it. I'll say it. But welcome, Kyle. This is our fourth annual Car Party Awards. Um, is it really? It is. 2020. Why are we you, still doing this? You know what confuses me is like... <laughs> tw- like Three minus zero is three, but how is this the fourth annual? You know what I mean? Isn't that kind of confusing? Because like we lived all of 2020. Minus. We lived all of 2021. We lived all of 2022. And we lived all of 2020. But they don't teach you in school to like plus the zero year to get to four. You know, it's a little confusing. What's well, the same reason why on your first birthday you turn one? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. This is uh, getting the brain thinking too much today. But um, like if you were born you in 1995, like, you were one in 1996. But six minus five is one. That makes sense. Okay, I get what you're saying. <laughs> so it's uh, the fourth annual. Did you think we'd make it this far, Kyle? Do you think we'd, we'd we'd have a podcast? Do you think we'd have a hat on your head that had a nice new logo? It said Car Party. Do you want the honest answer? I do want the honest answer. No, <laughs> I thought as I thought as soon as I thought as soon as like the the pandemic was over, it was done. So. Yeah, I just can't believe we did these things once a week. But here we are doing them. I feel like we could get back to once a month. Can we? Can we? Yeah. We can commit to We that. can make once a I, month. I, I let it easy on you because you're getting married and stuff. There's so much shit going on. You had a lot going on. You have yeah. less going on. But also on. now that I don't have to worry about a computer setup, like you got the tech all dialed in. I got the tech all dialed in. Kyle might sound a little zoomier than than he did in the past, but like we had such a complicated setup with our with our Mac laptops from the 2010s in like... I think two separate times we recorded 45 minute episodes that just got deleted. Yeah. And then he would put it onto a Google Drive. I would download mm-hmm. it. He would clap so they'd get synced up. It was chaotic. And now we're just, <laughs> we're just, I've got you a had fancy to like box. actually edit. Yes. Now we're going to be one take Drake. And I've just got a fancy box that I just beep boop. And then when you actually visit me, I can't wait for this right entire episode to not get saved. Man, that would be brutal. That would be really brutal. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Kyle, what's our website called? What is it? Uh, our website is called carpartypod.com. There we go. That's carpartypod.com. That's where you got to go for just about everything. We got all our social links. We got a little playlist generator in there. Um, so, Kyle, I think a good place to start here. We're, we're, yep. we're getting to our awards. People are probably going to ask, like, what makes us qualified you yeah. know, to just make Why are we awards? allowed to have opinions? Right. And I'm just, I'll just start off by saying I listened to 120,000 minutes of music in 2023. That's 84 straight yes. days, if you're wondering. Wasn't yours a high and you, Yeah, it was like in the, I want to say 80,000s, something like that. So we've listened between to like, all of my different. Via my calculations. All the fucking music. There hasn't been any yes. music we haven't listened to. I think that's fair to well, say. Well, you were saying that your 84 straight days were actually straight. You you did all 84 in a row. Yep. I would that's just impressive. REM sleep. The last to, 84 to days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, there's there's no weird rules here at the Car Party Awards. It's simply wow. it has to come out in guys. the year of the awards. We don't have some weird 
like October to September situation. It's just like, go click on the song. Does it say 2023? Guess what? You're eligible. You're eligible. That's all it takes. Well, you don't got to submit. I, You're just in, baby. You're in. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Nobody knows when the Grammys come out that it was from June 32nd to <laughs> exactly. October 7th, 4th, 7th, 4ths. So, yeah, if your music came out in a year, we're going to talk about the best music of that year. It's, it's an impressive new thing in the world of music for also, some reason. Also, when, like, you can't say it's an album of the year if it's not, like, in the year. Like, we get real confused here. It's simple. We got albums of the year. What we calendar are we using? The are we using the... We using the Hebrew calendar. Or are we using the yeah the Mayan, Mayan calendar. That's right. So get That's your right. sundials yep. out, everybody. Um, and the other it's thing, over though. It ended. I have no idea. The Mayan calendar the ended. Mayan calendar. I'm honestly, surprised oh. I could even name drop. I'm gonna start uh, Mayan calendar. party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Brian party. Um, car party Mayan. Um, so I think one thing I want to do this year that we haven't done in years in the past, I think we want to focus uh-huh. on like the winners here. I'm not going to like just list sure. nominations. Like I might post them on yeah. Instagram or something. I think we want to talk about like the people who are actually in the running for the, the winners of this award. Let's make this a, a okay. winning I'm show, with you. baby. Yeah. Um, we're winners here. Yeah. We're winners here. So let's, 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 let's focus on that. Um, Okay, I'm with you. That being said, I kind of wanted to start with something, uh, something fun, some some stats, some sure. talk about tours of the year. Obviously, there's probably one in your head that sticks out, um, but it's kind of interesting to just hear about like all the tours that had the highest grossing shit. So like the the bottom eight people here all had about like 200 million to 400 million gross at their tour. Like I feel like that's a normal sure. amount. Who knows? We got yeah, Drake, the, the weekend. Pink, Ed Sheeran, Morgan Wallen. Coldplay, obviously. Coldplay at number four of the year. <laughs> Selling Holding tickets. It down. What do you think the average age of Coldplay ticket buyers are? It's like probably like, like 11, 12. <laughs> 11. <laughs> they're really knows. popular. I yeah. don't even know what Coldplay is. Generation uh, X. They're huge with Generation X. Harry I don't know Styles. if that's actually what the generation's called. And then number three. So Coldplay's number four. Number three is Bruce Springsteen. So we got number two is Beyonce. Just definitely the second best tour of the year. It was $580 million, 56 shows, 3 million in attendance. Before Taylor Swift dropped her stats, they were like, this is the biggest reported one-year sum in box office history, dating back to the 1980s. Sucks, because like a month later, Taylor Swift was like, guess what? I did Doubled. a billy. I did a billy. A billy. Clean billy. That is just crazy. So That's more money than I can fathom and... uh all on tickets because 13-year-olds wanted to spend $7,000 to see That's true. Swifty sing songs that are not even aren't isn't they're not even new, right? Isn't it a re-release of songs that she had previously released? Kyle, we can't we can't do this already. Sorry. Sorry. So congratulations, I guess. The Eras Tour by Taylor Swift. It just it fixed the economy. It changed the face of the planet. We're now we're now a round earth Thanks, Taylor. To be flat. Um, oh, I got an applause button. Yeah, so <laughs> congrats to Taylor. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I got four buttons. One of them's our theme song. Um, we got to figure out the other ones are. And then um, quickly, our honorary award here, the the producer of the year. We were upset in our Grammy podcast that this man didn't even get nominated for a, for an award. We got John Bellion, the producer Silliness. of the year. Silliness. He executive produced uh, the Jonas Brothers album. It was one, number three on Billboard 200. On John Batiste's album, nominated for a Grammy. 
but like who cares i only use the grammys when it helps you know what i mean it's like if yeah. i was nominated for a grammy like that'd be all over my house but like when they miss something I'm like they're fucking idiots like, like Ryan, you have to make music to be nominated for a grammy i'm pretty sure that's that's a good point that's a good point could I, we nominate have, car party could you have could we submit boxes and podcasts we should honestly submit our our very small so podcast to the grammys every year and hope they just write us back and hope that just one day they're gonna be like, Fuck like it. you know what we listen to these guys <laughs> pretty good they shit pretty on good. us so and accurately we immediately, we immediately revoke everything we said your grammys are legitimate super legitimate that'd be really funny and what a heel turn uh yeah so john bellion is absolutely the producer of your he he the hot 100 there's this bts song he produced he's he's all over the yeah, place. So did tori kelly's song or tori kelly's album tori kelly's uh ep which apparently is like a throwaway song that album is yeah. coming next year it's gonna be terrific kyle i like to do this i like to keep you active engaged yep and attentive yep. it is now yep so i i have issues with calling genres things do we or do we want to call it hip hop, Kyle? Are we hip hopping? Sure. Are we rapping? I think. Does rapping lose some of the the hopping if we only no, rap and I, don't I, hop? I would say, I would say all rap is hip hop, but not all, all hip hop is rap. rap. Oh, that's so probably you, how I would say it. So, are you rap god? Or are you hip hop god? It's for the people to say, man. It's man, for the people to say. This is uh, this is crazy. All right, let's get to the hip hop track of the year um got a lot here honestly think a lot of these are worth mentioning um where do you even begin paint the town red by doja cat that was impressive doja cat actually was spitting and rapping and she was just calling out her fans like and did numbies hey bitch i said what i said i don't like you guys and you're still gonna fucking listen like that's cool that's what rap and hip-hop and all she about. was right Bracket they did Dosha, listen baby um yeah. what else is on here that you like kyle I, th- I think the ones that, that stand out the most to me as far as like when you're talking about track of the year to me means it can stand alone. Mm. Right. So it's like, I, I think for example, like scientists and engineers by killer Mike is a, is a part of a good album, but you're not going to throw it on by itself and just like chill out to it. So that, not necessarily my track of the year. Uh, the two that stand out the most to me are all my life with Lil Dirk and J Cole. That to me is like a standalone. I hear it when I go to the gym, mm-hmm. randomly being played. I hear it. I don't listen to TikToks. Is it a TikTok song? Not at all. Maybe. I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't think it'd be classified. Okay. I don't think it. Well, then by design, it's more hip hop song. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, you, you could hear it on the radio. I play it myself. Uh, they released a remix with Burna Boy, so they got the you know the UK involved or not the UK Africa, Africa. Bro. But you know, it's my bad. <laughs> complicated i got plenty of uh, yeah uh Um, anyway point being it's it's worldwide was my point as opposed to anything else the other one that i would say is is also is is smoke break dance mcjanus and jid i think that is also a very standalone track now do i think that that album cohesively is capable of other things for sure but that song in my opinion is is huge jid absolutely skates on that song and i was taking not the time to brag uh, we talked about JID first on episode 27. He had 4 million monthly listeners. Now he has 30 million in surround sound. Ooh. I was the first one that ever made a TikTok with that song. It was my 22, 2022 albums of the year. And it was number one on the TikTok charts. So like, I'm fucking changing Numbies. the game, bro. It was me. It's me. Numbies. I started the game. I ended the game. I'm the game. Um, I see a lot of shade about this Jack Harlow uh, album that he dropped this they year. Don't Batman. love it. It's not that bad. Like, no, it gets more. I think it's pretty good. It's probably like Jack Harlow's best album, right? Yeah, 
Yes, it is definitely his best album, for I, sure. I was seeing people try to call it the worst rap album. Do I think it's his best work? No, but do I think it's his Sad. best album? What does yes. work mean? I think, he, I think he has better standalone songs, but I think um, it's his best album. Yeah, yeah. So They Don't Love It by Jack Harlow is, is a good one. It's, they don't and then it. finally, Travis Scott, it was supposed to be his year. Fiend! I think he kind of flapped a little bit. Fiend. Do you like this song now? You didn't like it initially. No, still hate <laughs> it. My, my Eyes is great, though. I love My Eyes. Uh, but you see this little chart I've got here, Kyle. Uh, the, he's doing yes. the the N words in Paris with this song, where he just plays it like thirteen times at tours. Like one time he played it fifteen yeah. times. Like I want to yeah. in New York City. Did you play that in a row? Like are people like yes? Can we stop? Yes, he he has he has said it. He has played it in a row, which is insane. That's a little it's a little much. I'm not sure the the yeah, point of that. It's a lot. But um, that is a lot. So I have I have a pretty clear runaway. Do you? I think this is you. I think we're going to agree, though, but I'm going to let you... All my uh, life, Lil Durk and J. Cole. Like, it, congratulations. It is the best hip-hop track of the year. I agree. Woohoo! Dear, dear, clappy clap. I just did. Did you not hear it? Oh, no, I missed it that time. It's probably because I was talking too loud. That's the other point I have. Uh, but congrats. Yeah, I think All My Life, Lil Durk featuring yeah. J. Cole. Banger. J. Cole. He's more respect on his name. I mean, it's amazing. Um, Nasty. Hip-hop album of the year. Let's not waste any time, Kyle. We have a few... Yeah. Let's talk about all the ones that aren't the winners. Um, okay. Utopia by Travis Scott was not good enough. You know how we made that right. podcast that says it's good enough? Once I listened to it like five times, it's just not that good. It's not. It's got some good songs. But. We were wrong. Uh, Michael by Killer Mike, that was the album I was just talking about. I think it's a great album, but probably not an album of the year in my opinion. Uh, Kate Tramine had a really, it was a cool album, really mm-hmm. good album. Not an album of the year in my opinion. A uh, couple I added because I think they deserve a little bit of clout in a situation like this is we only talk about real shit when we're fucked up by Boss, which was a very late in the year edition, which makes it hard to be considered an album of the year. But I really love that album, and I think I'm going to continue to love that album. Uh, another one that I think deserves some love is uh, Porches by Reason. But I don't, again, think those are. So that takes us down to a couple that are eligible. And I would be curious what your opinions are. My, the two that I would be like thinking of being our hip hop album of the year would either be scaring the hose by Danny Brown and JPEG mafia or the patience by Mick Jenkins. I have a personal preference on which I like better, but there's one that I think should probably win. I think, uh, for some reason I really enjoy, um, smoke break that smoke break dance on, uh, Mick Jenkins album patience, but I just didn't, it's a very short album. It's like 20, 25 minutes. It's not, it it just doesn't really like grip me. There's nothing about it. I really, want to come back to all the time scaring the hose on the other hand is the most ridiculous piece of music that i've ever put into my ears like i'm laughing i'm it's it's unbelievably experimental it's comical never heard anything like it but it's executed so well the rapping is so good the beats are so good jpeg mafia and danny brown are two are like the weirdest guys it's like if me and kyle tried to you know of the rap game podcasts oh of if we were to scare the hose, it would sound just like this. Is what Who's I'm who, though? Say. Um, it's a great question. You're Danny Brown, man. I feel like I'm JPEG Mafia because you would have no idea how to produce. You just show up and you spit bars and then you go home. That's what you do. Yeah, but I think from like a personality perspective. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I'm Danny Brown? You're more Danny. You got a little more Danny Brown than you. Than me. Weird as fuck. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to tell me? Uh, no, I would never say that. But it's yeah, I think I think scaring hose. scaring the hose. Danny Brown and JPEG went off you. Congrats! Congratulations, scaring the hose. They uh, they scared me. They scared me. I'm a hoe. I'm still. That's scared. honestly the best way to check if you're a hoe. Uh, 
Just listen to that album. And if you're scared, if you you're will, scared, you will help. They made it super simple. They did it. They did it to scare you. All right, let's move into the uh, the silkier version. Moving on from hip hop into R and B version. Ooh. Oh. Uh, we're going to start with Song of the Year, right? Or do you want to do Album of the Year first? Oh, yeah, I did backwards. Do Song. Do Song, okay. Kyle. Yeah, let's do Song. Um, you know, here's the thing. I think R&B is actually in a better spot than a lot of people give it credit for. So when I sit down and I listen to it, do I think that there's like... Here's the problem with it, with hip-hop right now, is that there's way too many voices. It gets super muddied, and there's a lot of trash hip-hop out there. Mm-hmm. I think you have the opposite problem with R&B. There is mm-hmm. not a ton of people that are putting hip or excuse me that are putting R and B out, but those that do, the people who are pushing the genre forward, are exceptional. That's very true. So some names, some names to run by you for the year when you're thinking about it: Summer Walker, uh, Sanfa is insane, Victoria Monet, Tyla, Brent Fiaz, Georgia Smith. I mean, there's there's a lot of great people. From those, we we chose some of the songs that I think are, um, you know, included in here. Now, this is a little bit of a cheat. Because this is actually technically, you would probably say this is a J. Cole song. I was going to do two summer. Well, go ahead. I, I I think that is the R&B song of the year because I've never heard a rapper like rap in the perfect style of R&B. And like yeah, it was also R&B. hat tip, like he's hat tipping all the the queens of R&B, and he's like, yes. it's literally like a voice memo to Summer Walker yes. saying like, "You're the goat, SZA." I don't remember who else he calls out, but like. I was yeah. listening to today on my on my dog walk, and Cuddy was looking up at me. He's like, "Bro, this might be it, bro." And I was like, "It might be." Now, here, here's the reason why people will get salty with us about this: his cadence could be mistaken as rap because he he's not necessarily singing, but all the other elements of that song are very much R and B. Yeah. So so here's my challenge to you. It seems like you want to take your claim on that one. Yeah, yeah, I do. Would we rather go for a more classic? R&B sounding song because if so I think Fallen or Flying by Georgia Smith is the obvious choice yeah I'm cool with that I like Georgia Smith a lot and um yeah I think that's fair I think uh yeah we can't just be giving because I get it I have I have all the love for J. Cole but if you really want to get down to the brass tacks of it there's not it's not a full R&B song all right we'll give it to Falling or Flying by Georgia Smith congratulations I do want to say that J. Cole is singing on that song. He really is. If you go back to listen, to at least the beginning yeah. part, it's just like, man, so good. So good. Uh, but yeah, I agree. It's so, so good. Just, I mean, I, if you haven't heard that song, you need to. Yeah. But George Smith is wild. Next we got so our good. R&B album of the year. I'm pretty confident about this one. Um, mm-hmm. I just put out a rankings on our Instagram. And I had... Uh, I don't know how you say it. Lanai by Sam- Samfa. Lahai. <laughs> Lahai. Oh, I had it as an end. Yeah, Lahai. It's like the things in Florida <laughs> that cover your pools. It's not one of those. Lanai uh, <laughs> by, uh, by, by Crocodile Man. Um, so I had that by album Sanfa. ranked higher yeah. than Daniel Caesar's Never Enough. But I personally think yes. that Never Enough by Daniel Caesar is the R&B album of the year. It's like... Really? It's more so R&B. It's just so silky and clean and... Yeah, I think, nice. and, and that's the funny thing, right? Because I, I think they technically call Lahai electronic, but it's it's more of an R and B yeah album to it's, me. I don't even know if it really belongs in this category. That's why I like to do my rankings like without a genre because I I don't really know yeah. what we genre's call muddy things. the hell out of it. Um, so 
I've uh, later on we give we give Samfa some more credit. Is it Samfa? Ah, uh, some Samfa. 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 Like Simba. It's just Samfa. such a good album, but I'm okay with that. Daniel sees Never Enough is a great album. I also thought Larger Than Life was good, but it was inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Brent Fiaz's album, uh, Fallen or Flying by George Smith, great, but that song is the you know the tear away. So. Yes, yeah, so that's fine. Never enough by Daniel Caesar. I'm Congratulations, Daniel Caesar. Never enough, the R and B album of the year. Now we move on. Also, if you didn't realize, uh, I saved all the ones where like I'm going to be rambling and you don't care, like for the end. I thought we'd like get yeah, to, so the, I can just leave. to the meat and potatoes. Um, no, you're <laughs> you're supposed to make fun of me while I'm talking. That's kind of like our oh, bit okay. here. That's what we do here. Um, Is that so? Yeah, you're just supposed to like shit talk me well it's kind of been our friendship right when i'm intelligent you can just fucking blabber on and do nothing intelligent is is a bold (laughs) word yeah Uh, all right let's get to pop 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 pop. we got pop song of the year um this is where we're gonna have to differentiate a pop song of the year and a song of the year there's some there's some over layment here um pop pop just means popular music it's just pop so, pop, pop, pop. Uh, Kill Bill by SZA isn't pop, right? That's not. No. No. Okay, cool. So no. we don't have that in here because it's not pop. Some songs we do have, uh, Flowers by Miley Cyrus. That song went crazy. It was released well. It had a good story. She just rolled out her album early in the year at a perfect time. It was just, it was a wonderful rollout, Flowers by Miley Cyrus. A&W by Lana Del Rey has like a beat switch in it. That's crazy. Dialed Drunk with Post Malone, Noah Khan. That song is you, you want you a bold statement? It, like a leech. That is that is probably my favorite song of the year. I didn't think I liked Noah Khan, and then I couldn't stop listening to him. Like I scream that song at the top of my lungs when I'm in the car. It's a great song. It's a great yeah, song. Yeah, I'm obsessed with that song. It, when you have car, what? Do you have a car party with that song, Kyle? I do. I party in my car to Noah Khan. That's awesome. And Post Malone. That's awesome. Uh, you got some the Kid Leroy on here, some Tori Kelly and John Bellion, some Quinn 92. Feather by Sabrina Carpenter is a terrific song. Very, very good. Uh, Greedy by Tate McRae. Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, I think think based on your statement here, it comes down Mm -hmm. to do we think Dial Drunk with Post Malone by Noah Khan is no. better than Flowers by Miley Cyrus. The, no, it's the not. Pop, and it, pop song of the year? I, I like it more, but that doesn't make it a better song when you're talking about wide reaching, especially with pop, right? Pop, I want to go full-blown sellout with it. Yeah. Like, let's talk about Streams, numbers. Like, let's talk stuff. about all that. So like when, when I'm sitting here thinking about what is the pop song of the year, it's not my favorite song of the year. Like this, that's popular to me, but not mm-hmm. to the masses. Right. Flowers, or I would say the only other one that's, that's fucking with it is Vampire. By Olivia Rodrigo. Those are the only two that are really considerable in this, in my opinion. Team and I would go Flowers all day. I think it's Flowers. I don't know how it wouldn't be. Yeah. It went yeah, so agree. crazy. I wonder if I keep holding this, if there's anybody at the end that's like, woo, or if it just goes on forever. Yippee. Yeah, that's a loop. I don't want to <laughs> keep holding that. Um, so congratulations, Miley Cyrus. I, I'm, I'm really happy for you. I well feel done. Like, I feel like Miley Cyrus continues to kind of be slept on. Like, people don't talk about her enough. She's I think it was kind of a believable rock star vocalist. Yeah. I think I think there was a moment where everyone was talking about her. She kind of she kind of like quieted it I out guess a while and ago. then it came back a while ago like when 23 was coming out. <laughs> like, like we can't stop and party in the USA and stuff I feel like was yeah, all that stuff. when everyone was talking about it. Yeah. But like in a controversial way. She's never gotten her <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. She's never flowers. gotten classic flowers. Now where she's getting her <laughs> flowers. Um 
go to pop Second albums. Um, we've got the show by Niall Horan, former One One Direction. He now goes two directions or so, multiple directions. Uh, Endless Summer Vacation. Or no centers. directions. Or no directions. Maybe there's no more direction. Uh, the album, The Jonas Brothers. Uh, My 21st Century Blues by Ray. And Desire I Want to Turn Into You by Caroline Polachek. Um, there are some albums on here you probably haven't heard, but these are all terrific. They're all terrific. Have I, these are great Have I albums. talked on the podcast yet about seeing the Jonas Brothers live? Did <laughs> yeah. I rant about that? Yeah, we talked about the Dude. Grammy, Grammy pod. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bonkers. You would have thought they, it was They're like absolutely Elvis, bonkers. Not Fat Elvis. See, I listen to our own podcast no. too much. I like remember it. Especially because that That's was nice. So I never. You want to be, you want you want to come clean? Never listened to an episode ever. <laughs> I don't believe not once. that. <laughs> not once. Not once. I haven't not a single time. Hang it, up. Don't think about it until you tell me we need to do another. <laughs> do you not like listening to your own voice or uh, what's what's the deal? Yeah, I think I sound weird. That's a little bit of it. And number two, it's like I remember. I, I was there. That's fair. I don't need to. You had to edit and shit. I have like the embarrassing opposite. Is I listen to it like sometimes three because you four love your times. voice. Not really, but like. Do you I will mute say my half and only listen to your half. I will say sometimes when I'm editing, like I think I like this podcast more than anyone in the world, and that's exactly what it's for. I don't know. We we got some some crew. There are a couple people that there's a handful. Hold it down. There's a handful yeah. of people that really okay. Back to pop album of the year. We got a little distracted. Um, this is tough. I don't, I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you handle this one. I, if it was me, I would choose the Jonas Brothers album just because I actually really enjoy that album. Um, yeah. So the but Jonas Brothers album is very well produced. It's it's the catchiest. It's the greatest, catchiest, cutest thing. It's the ever. poppiest. It's, it is the poppiest. That's a good point. It's the pop poppiest. And the pop. other two albums by Ray and Caroline Polachek are like not really pop. They're so dense and intricate that I've included them later in in the album of the year overall. So I think okay. it's fair to exclude them. Miley Cyrus. Uh, that album is pretty slept on. One thing that's interesting with that, she dropped it in March. It's called Endless Summer <laughs> Vacation. And then she slid a song into it in August. Uh, used to used to be young. And then like re-promoted the album. And now the album says it dropped in August, which is kind of savage. Like you can just, I guess, add a song to an album six months later and get more monies. Like that was impressive. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Is that, is that song on the album? What if I bought the album and it came out? It's not on there. But um I'm kind if of, you went into Best Buy and got a CD, that song is not on the album. It's a bummer. It's a good song. But honestly, you kind of got me. The album, it's literally called The Album. The album by the Jonas yeah, Brothers. It's The Album. Is the poppiest thing I've ever heard. And it's, it's the poppiest so album I've ever heard in my entire life. John Bellion murdered it. And I think, I think congratulations to the Jonas Brothers. Cucking One Direction right in the face. And just just too good. Um, we're cooking. We're cooking right now. I, I, we're, we're already on to the overall category. I'd like to really... I wanted to save some time for this, Kyle. I wanted to dive into... Sure, savor into, it. Into the details. Savor, savor the flavor. Um, I'm excited about this first category I made up myself. Just about like everything you're listening to. I just fucking make up everything. And it's been years now. And you're still listening. So that's kind of cool. Um, underground song of the year. And the qualifications for this, I thought... A big milestone for like a new artist is like a, a million streams. Like that's like a huge first thing to hit. So all of these songs are underground songs of the year and they're less than a million streams. Also, I feel like less than a million stream songs, like 
is where we can start to help with our small amount of influence on TikTok and Instagram. It's like, I, I could help you get a few more. Like, you're less than a million, you know? Um, there's a chance these people like uh, like some of my posts and stuff. Um, so let's get into it. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll just list some of them. Um, sure. First off, I Will Live, I Will Die by Conrad Taylor. The only reason I know this, about this guy is because he slid in our, in our DMs and he was like, hey, love your TikTok, love your stuff. If you'd give my song a try, that'd be great. And uh, he's putting out some kick-ass freaking uh, electronic music. Stop. And he's one of the first DJs I've ever like watched on the internet. I haven't seen him in person. That like he is entertaining himself. Like he is just bouncing around like an orangutan in the greatest way possible. And it's like, I just want to watch this guy. Conrad DJ. Taylor. I, you, you haven't even told me this yet. Conrad I'm, I'm intrigued. So go check him out. He has a new, he, this is I Will Live, I Will Die. He technically could have two songs on the Underground Song of the Year because he just released another one. Uh, I forgot the name, but it's really good. Um, what else we got here? Empty Like Sky is a kick-ass uh, EDM, but like chill EDM song that Cal showed me by Daily Bread. That one's really good. And then um, I've got two international songs on here. <clears throat> do you ever like? I, I threw one on there too. Do you ever like talk and you forget to like, like breathe out? Breathe. So you're just like, wait, no. I can't breathe out, so I have to breathe out. Do you think it's maybe because in. your deviated septum is the biggest deviated septum I've ever seen in my life? Uh, first off, uh, I'm gonna see an ENT on Friday, so maybe. Hey, I saw one too, and guess what? I'm I'm curious to hear. You're gonna have to ask them a specific question. <laughs> So I, so I go okay. in there, I get mine checked out because I also have a screwed up nose. Well, go to the screwed up nose back. And, and he goes, he goes, well, on a scale of one to 10, with 10 being the worst deviated septum I've ever seen, you're like a six or a seven. I said, that sounds bad. I really so what I need you to do number. is when you go into the interview <laughs> and you say on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the worst deviated septum you've ever seen. What number am I? And report back. <laughs> That's excellent. That's excellent. This is such a good transition because the reason I have a deviated septum is our world correspondent, Danny Rooney, who taught me how to pronounce yeah. these uh, this next Icelandic artist. So this is Moves to Make. Um, let me read his notes on how to pronounce it. It's pronounced da th, but the th is like this without the s. This without the s. The. Da th. Da the. Yeah. There we go. Da the. And then it's prayer with an F. Dade Frere. Dade Frere. I am Icelandic. I did it perfectly. Nailed it. Moves to make by Dade Frere. Um, ooh, it sounds good when I say it fast. I should mm -hmm. Yeah. Sound confident. And then uh, we got also September by Matt Gino. And um, this is, Danny actually is friends with this guy, Matt Gino, and he represents cool. him as his, uh, his um, what's it called? Manager. Matt doesn't know that, but uh, Danny and I have, you know, back, back table deals like, hey, you take half, I take half. This guy has no idea. We're just hijacking his entire artistry. Leading them dry. Um, I got one for you as well. That's a uh, in overseas. It's a UK rap. Uh, so here's the thing. I bent the rules a little bit. This song like specifically that. has sub a million streams. There we go. Plenty of their songs have over a million streams. They're probably the two biggest what I would call drill artists in the UK. Mm -hmm. um, but I put Apple Pay by Hetty One and K Trap in here just because. UK is starting to starting to creep. As much as I hate to admit it, you've been on you've been on this whole UK rappers are legit oh, thing. I and, see and how I it have, is now. And this year, I snuck my toes on in Let's to go. the drill scene of the UK rap, and they got some shit. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. Hey, th this yeah. is this is not a this is it's got under a million. There's a it's simple. Just a, you, you have only been listening. Here, here's the thing: 
You've only been listening to the Drakes of the UK. I'm out here Storms putting in the work. Ass. You know, sneaking through. Yes, yeah, Storm's Storm is great. Storm is great. But um, a lot I of just need something a little talent. bit more to the street. Got a lot of worldly talent on this list. Um, man, I don't know. Now this the pressure's on. Um, you know what? I'm going to give this to, wisely. to my guy Conrad Taylor. I will live. I will die. Uh, it's just That's great. Gonna, it's been really fun to follow him. And this song, I think, is up to like 300,000 streams. It's going to hit a milli one day. Um, happy to be on the train. So congratulations, Conrad. Yeah. For your first ever Car nice. Party Award. It's just a huge honor. The like, award's in the mail. Really, it'll get there. You should yeah. really savor this for the rest of your life. Yeah, um, it'll show up. Don't worry. We've had four whole of shows of these, and this one is and one this of is, them. I mean, an honor. This is definitely one of them. So congratulations. You're alongside Taylor Swift. You're alongside Miley Cyrus. You're alongside, I mean, Conrad Taylor. the names. Let's fucking go. The names. Now we're on to the best new artist, and I've taken out my 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 pen pad, my calculator. Uh, my iPad mm. is actually sitting on a calculator so that there's not glare on it. Uh, Ti eighty three. I've got a. I've got that a, is the nerdiest a, sentence I've, I've ever heard. Calculators. I got a BA two plus and a Ti eighty three on this desk. I'm ready to. Calculate. Hey, what was your degree in, Ryan? Fucking. Fucking using a Beep calculator, boop. bitch. Uh, best new artist. First, we've got O seven O Shake who this year has got like 650% more uh, monthly listeners. When we first talked about her, she had 2 million. Now she has 15 million. She was featured on a Frank No biggie. She was featured on Escapism with Ray, which is one of the biggest songs in the UK. Martin Garrix remixed her song Cocoon. Just a great year for her. She didn't even really put on any of her own music that's coming next year. Uh, we got Noah Khan, which we've already talked about. We love this guy. Uh, 238% more monthly listeners this year. Tizo Touchdown. He came out of nowhere. He had 700,000 listeners January 1st. Now, at one point he got to 12 million and then kind of sunk back down to 4 million. Um, we're, we're buying, we're buying the stock, right? Yeah, I'll buy stock. He's pretty cool. He's got some good songs. I like the song Mood Swings off his album. Mochak is a DJ you've never heard of. You will hear about him. I'm claiming this to be my next Fred again. Started the year with 500,000 monthly listeners. Now has just over a million. Uh, Gracie Abrams opened for Taylor Swift on the Eras Tour. Just the greatest sad girl music ever. She had Aaron Desner produce her album, and it's better than the album that Aaron Desner produced Taylor Swift. Um, she's gaining followers, doubled this year. Olivia Dean, good UK. Similar sad girl pop, pretty good. Also doubled. And then the largest jump of the year, Sleep Token, a metal band that literally also does every other genre at the same time in their album. It's terrific. We've talked about them before, though. We have. So, yeah. Loki go us. us. But, uh, yeah, because I, because me. This is all going to me. So go me. No. That was my sister and brother-in-law. I saw. I said that they had seen them live, and we talked about it. No, nope, so. this is this is my coworker. But that's cool. You mm. never actually told me that. I wish, well, I wish you true. told me that. Together. I've been on this name for a long time. Together, we handshake, handshake. Uh, but they've gone up. 900%. They've gone from 200,000 followers. So are we just going purely off of their numbers? 3 million. No, but I think it's a I think it's a okay. nice anecdote to show that like I yeah. think the best new artist means they need to be growing in some way. They need to be sure. new. Like in the Grammys, the best new artist is not like what what means new? I think this is a good metric to have of like you're you're growing at an exponential rate. Um So who who would you go for cuz like I will say that from from a blatant having never heard of Tezo touchdown in my life hmm. to yeah. get to the peak that he got is impressive, but the fall off that quickly is, is interesting. Yeah. 
And I think it was a lot because he was featured on Lil Yachty's album. He was featured on Utopia. He was featured on Drake's album. So, like, I don't want to take it away from the guy, but I don't think he's the best new artist. How, how actually, like, organic is that growth? Yeah. Probably not. Uh, 070 Shake, I like maybe more than anyone on this list, but I don't. She was just she just was a businesswoman this year. She was on a lot of features. There wasn't like yeah, but you could make that argument about any of these people, like Gracie mm, Abrams. Yeah, yeah. So just right place, right time. I honestly feel like Sleep Token's numbers are crazy, and I think they're going to continue to go up. Sleep Token and Noah Khan. I don't know if did people know about Noah Khan last year. I feel like people knew about uh, Stick Season, COVID on the plane, but um, yeah, Stick Season. But I, I would say a couple things. Obviously, a song with Post Malone helps. He was also on Saturday Night Live and was phenomenal on Saturday Night Live, which probably helps a little bit. So, I mean, mm. I don't hate that pick, but I would say if you're talking about like strictly what is the most impressive, I think the most impressive is Sleep Token Let's because you're it. talking about a genre that is not super well, you know, recognized yet. And so Let's for them it. to put that on the map is, is the best new artist type of move. The other thing that bothers me, congratulations, we're going to give the best new artist Sleep Token. You convinced me. I had no idea that, like, you know, you had a, a sleep token buddy as well with your sister and your brother-in-law. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've only heard good things. And their album is so impressive because, like, I, you know, like everybody else, listened to metal in eighth grade. I don't relate too much anymore. But, like, they tackle so many different genres. Like, they have they have ballads that are sad with the piano. They have, like, like electronic, almost poppy and then they just get nasty and they just start screaming to make the, the metalheads happy. So uh, I love it. I love it. Best new artist, Sleep Token. I think that's well-deserving. It's well-deserving. And it's kind of like the last Absolutely. one I added to the list. Um, all right, let's get this over with. Uh, their artist of the year is Taylor Swift. Okay, moving on. Um, she re-released Speak Now. No, no, There was new music on it, I guess. So let's do it. It's just like... For you guys, not really for anybody else. 1989, she re-released Taylor's version. It was the like sixth best first week sales in the history of albums. There has only been 25 that, albums silly. that have ever been over a million in the first week, and this is one of them. A re-release. It's crazy. These fans are like, well, Taylor Swift is very, 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 very good to her fans. There's nothing she's ever yeah. done that her fans can be like, I don't know, that like, any sort of like controversy, any sort of you didn't do this when you said you would. She's just very good to her fans, and it's smart because they're the people who just gave her a billion dollars. Um, the Eras Tour, just insane. The Eras Tour film was the highest grossing concert film of all time. She was the number one artist, streamed artist on Spotify. There's th- our hands are tied. Our hands are tied. Our hands are tied. But here's the thing I, I want to say my piece. Sure. Because you shot me down, and I want everybody to know, and you can't rip my street cred from me. No, now you can, yeah. I I made a very intentional effort to try and imply that Danny Brown should have been in consideration because he had two, the two best hip-hop albums of the year, arguably. Yeah. Now, you, you rightfully so convinced me that numbers matter when you're talking about an artist of the year, which is fine. But let, let it be said that when we first started talking about this, I brought up Danny Brown. Good, yeah. I like Say your, say your piece, hip-hop god. No, rap god? There you go. Hip, hip, I don't know. Hip rap? Rap, god, rap god is technically M, right? So I feel like maybe I'm hip-hop god? 
I'm cool with you being a hip hop god, but like rap god just kind of rolls off the tongue a little better. Also, it's yeah, devastating, it's absolutely devastating to admit that this is the first artist that has now won two Car Party Award Artist of the Years. <laughs> she won the first one in 2020 when she got the Evermore in the Folklore. But guess what? We don't like Taylor Swift. We've now given her more accolades than anyone we've given before. She Should we ban? Can we ban her? Let's ban no, her. No, we can't. We're we're people. <laughs> we're people of the people. I want to ban her. Every time I say, "Do we hate her? Hey, do we hey, like hey, her?" It's here 50, you go. I 50. got a bar for you. 50, She's 50. got enough banners. Let's ban her. <laughs> I feel like that's unfair. That's why that button exists. Um, so yeah, congratulations, Taylor Swift. Honestly, the, the most deserving, the biggest tour of all time, number one on Spotify. Dude, we're, we're like, over it. It's fine. Crazy. You, it's you, we get it. But it's like <laughs> album worth, of the year. Let's talk album of the year. It's worth talking about. And other artists, I let's think talk about album of the year. Let's, let's, are, um, let's. Oh, the okay, same way, fine. the same way you were talking about Danny Brown. I that's feel fine. like yeah, in, yeah. in my beep boop world. Skrillex dropped two albums, boop, boop. one on Friday, one on Sunday. I think, who dropped on a One has an adorable little porcupine on it. it true. Cute porcupines. Uh, Frank Ocean was an asshole and dropped out of Coachella. And Skrillex yes. just slapped a fucking DJ table in the middle of the bitch and tore, tore the bitch down. So I think Skrillex had an incredible year, and he should be mentioned. Also, Zach Bryan had an incredible year. Other than that, maybe our girl Olivia, but not many more deserving. Let's get to the album of the year. So, Kyle, what do you think makes an album of the year? What does it need? Uh, what does it need? It needs Kyle? to be cohesive. Mm. It needs to have good songs, like good individual songs that can stand by themselves. It needs to have a message of some kind or a story or something that creates that cohesion. Uh, and good production. I think all of those things would kind of be my my checklist. Damn, you kind of fucking nailed that. Um, that's kind of exactly Thanks. what I think. So let's let's get to the albums of the year. I think it's fair. We we talk about this with the Grammys. It's frustrating that like there's always these rap albums of the year, but they don't make it to the album of the year category ever. Um, yeah. So we are putting "Scaring the Hose," Danny Brown, and, and JPEG Mafia up here. Um, Guts, Olivia Rodrigo, Team Olivia, Desire, I Want to Turn in You by Caroline Polachek. But Here We Are by the Foo Fighters, Endless Summer Vacation, Riley Cyrus, Zach Bryan, Zach Bryan, Zach Bryan, Zach Bryan, Zach Bryan, and Lahai, not Lanai, not not the things that keep the bugs out in Florida, by Sampha. And then, uh, Kyle, can you do the Bad Bunny one? You're, just say it in yeah, the nadie sabe lo, Nadie sabe lo que va a pasar mañana. It means nobody knows what will happen tomorrow. That's, that, that's uh, You did pretty well with that. But, um, by Bad Bunny. That was your ad. That was a good ad. Um, I speak un poco de español. Uh, that is a phenomenal album. It's really good. I, I it's it's like even if you speak zero Spanish, which I would say I have a better listening comprehension to Spanish than I do of speaking Spanish, just from playing baseball with people who primarily spoke Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could throw that on, literally not even know hola, and. That was being able be, to get away with with being like, wow, this is a good album. Do you know this is this is a story, but so worth going down. So my dad's text noise for my brother is Elmo saying Elmo Chingun. 
It's just like, I don't know, like fuck or something. It's some like slang of some sort. And I was listening to this album. It's 90 minutes long. Like it's a long album. And I was very much in it and enjoying it. And then I heard Chingon and I lost my mind. I was like, oh my God, it's Elmo. (laughs) (laughs) Like such a niche, like weird thing. But uh, yeah, it's totally deserving. It's a terrific album. I didn't pick up a single word other than Elmo Chingon. And uh, it was fucking awesome. Uh, What else we got in here? I will say if you if you want to listen to that album and you're not sure about it, listen to Monaco because it's the first mm-hmm. like song song. And if you can listen to that front to back and be Los like, Pits. whoa, Los Pits yeah. is good. It's I just, think that's the dude, it's a song. it's a really good album. It's really, really nice. good. Album. It's really good to listen to. It's like Bad Bunny is better than Drake. Like just he. Yes. He is the Drake of the last. He just community. happens to speak Spanish. He's just much more yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Guts by Olivia Rodrigo is like no joke. Really, really really good it's a good album like she not only matured herself she yes it's still very similar content we're talking about ex-boyfriends my question is like how many not like in a in a bad way but it's like how many dudes do we need to burn their houses down because this woman seems very angry i hope it's not just one guy again because we're gonna gonna kill him hey ian we're gonna kill ya um but it's just so mature. She's like, "Am I? Can I stop being good for my age and start being good?" And she seems non-problematic. I mean, like every time I see her interviewed, she seems like a sweet gal. I honestly think that Olivia Rodrigo is underrated. Like I watched her Tiny Desk. Wow. She did a second Tiny Desk because uh, the one she did was over COVID and at a DMV. Her voice is so so good, and it's just she just has the it factor. She like performs. She's an actress first, and she performs on this album. She performs at the tiny desk. I am such a big fan of Olivia Rodrigo. It started out as such a joke, but here we are, and it's just I'm just obsessed. She's so good. Um, big fans. Desire I Want to Turn Into You by Caroline Polachek is the like least known best album of the year. Um, it's it's so dense and has so many different sounds and palettes. It's like when your friend is an asshole and they're a hipster and they listen to music but you actually like what they're listening to, that's what this is. It's just like asshole, hipster, good music. Um, But Here We Are by the Foo Fighters was an incredible album. It's just so, it perfectly describes what grief is. It's about Taylor Hawkins. It's about his mom. It is just so good. Top to bottom, there's no skips. Makes you feel something. Amazing album. Um Marley Cyrus is good. I don't think she's winning this category, but I thought it was worth mentioning. She put together a really good album, top to bottom. Um, Zach Bryan's was great. Sampha's was great. Clearly, by the length I talked about each person, I I have a favorite, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how not. Do you have any? Do you have any rebuttal? The only one that I would say is is arguably as good of an album is lie i mean if you're it, like the mm-hmm. reason why i didn't i i don't give it to the r&b album is because it's like eh, is it an r&b album not really sure if you're talking about irrelevant of genre lahai is the best album i personally listened to this year and i did say that my first listen remember when i texted you yeah i was like is it ridiculous yeah. to say that this is like maybe the album of the year um yeah the thing i mean when you're talking about an album that has the highest amount of streams per song on it is spirit 2.0 has 7 million. Yeah. That is how low key this album is. Like people don't really listen to something like that, which is crazy. Cause this is that good of an album. Yeah. And I think he's been like a very underrated artist that this is like his coming out party a little bit. Um, it's yeah. pretty new. It's like a few months old. Um, yeah, but it's hard to like, 
I try to have like when I when you just list off album of the albums of the year, like it's this, mm-hmm. this that word is very important to me. I think I got totally screwed because my I made my album of the year list last year before SZA dropped SOS. She dropped yeah. it in mid December. Like that was the album of that year, I guess. If we're talking yeah. like technically, most like, yeah, twenty twenty two. And I feel like Guts by Olivia Rodrigo is the one you're. Well, gonna he, think he, of you want to hear the craziest part about this? Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. 12 songs, 39 minutes. La High by Sanfa, 12 songs, 40 minutes. No way. That, it's the yeah. perfect length of album. It's the album. perfect length of it's album. It's the perfect length. Um, I'm, no, I'm okay with giving it to Guts. I think that's fair. I just wanted to say my piece for La High because I think it, it's just so damn good. And it's a lot of people are still not listening to it, which is crazy. So congratulations to Olivia Rodrigo. Guts. Album of the year. What's this button? Guts. Oh, what, do you that remember button. that TV show on Nickelodeon back in the day? Yeah. Guts. Yeah, I do kind of remember that. <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple. You want to just name fire shows? Sure. Uh, what else you got? Double Dare? Double. Legends of the Hidden Temple just reminds me of being like sick and home from school. Like I don't think I it was it was gas. Ever I would watch that like it was, weird. It was fucking so shit. good. Anything he gets slimed. I think he gets slimed in that show. Right? I'm not getting my. I mean, yeah, you, get, crossed. you can get slimed. I just remember they, they had all like the, like the orange monkeys was the team. And like stuff like that. It was so funny. <laughs> Good. The purple Ravens. Also, I'd uh, like to say talk- Olivia Rodrigo has done something that Taylor Swift has not done. She is the first female or not the first female artist. She joins Billie Eilish and Dua Lipa as the third female artist to have two songs be over 2 billion streams. I don't know. There's some stat that wow. Taylor, Taylor Swift doesn't have and Olivia Rodrigo does. So congratulations to Olivia Rodrigo. Woo-hoo. Choose one. Are you Team Olivia? Are you Taylor Swift? Are you a Swifty? Are you with us? Decide because Team Olivia. That's all I have to say. You already know who I roll with. Uh, let's talk song of the year. Let's do it. Right? These streams uh, next to them. Might be we probably weird. should have flipped these, but oh well. Um, I mean, we've talked about a lot of these Flowers by Miley Cyrus, Kill Bill by SZA, Rumble by Skrillex, Escapism by Ray and 070 Shake, Vampire, What I Was Made For, Billie Eilish, and then I don't know what this last one is. Talk to me about this last one. Uh, This last one just has crazy numbers, and I would just like hear it like randomly on like boats of the playpen and just like random passerbys, and then I added it to the playlist and I was like obsessed with it. I don't, it's just like must be massive in the Latin community as massive streams, and it's just really fucking good. So I thought it was uh, oh. worthy. It's Un the X one hundred two by Grupo Frontera featuring Bad Bunny. Um, let's talk about what was I made for for a second. That song sure. is truly just beautiful. the The way she delivers the vocal performance, being so like delicate and and soft, is just breathtaking. And it's just unbelievable. I love that song so much. She basically, the story behind it is she was asked to write a song for the movie. She was in like the duration of a writer's block. She didn't really know what, what she wanted to do. And, um, she watched the movie. She was super inspired. And then just like her and Phineas just worked through, got to this song after she was asked to make one for the movie. And it turned out to be this one, um, kind of got her out of the writer's block. And then, I think I guess she's making more music and stuff like that. So that that's super cool, cool story that it kind of came first. If she got approached of like, hey, I want you to make a, a song for this movie, um, and she absolutely just killed it. Um, such a good song, Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. So good. I think the reason it's not this one is because I don't know. It's just a part of a great album. I don't think it's 
when it first came out, it was super, super cool and good and stuff. But it may not be necessarily as a standalone might, song. Yeah, it might yeah. I mean, be the best song on our album, so I can't can't call it song of the year. Um, Talk to me about Kill Bill. Where, where do we stand on that? Because that's not technically a 2023 song. Yeah, but like, like it was, it was, it was everywhere. So let's let's go through this this in blue here down here. The Spotify's mm-hmm. top ten most streamed songs globally in 2023. Number one was Flowers. Number two was Kill Bill. There's many other things on here that aren't songs that came out in 2023. Um, so I think it's it has to be between those two. Before we get there, Escapism, uh, Ray, and 070 Shake is an incredible song. Ray's album is so, so good. It like You think it's just going to be like bubblegum pop, and then she tells this insanely like traumatic story about, like it's called Ice Cream Man, and it just absolutely murders you in the middle of this album. Yeah. Like, Holy shit, oh. what, am I, what am I in for here? Um, so very good album, very good song. Uh, I think it was probably, I think it was much bigger uh, in the UK than it was here, but great song. Um, it's hard to not say it's Kill Bill. Kill Bill was everywhere, and I still really like it. Like, it's not overplayed. Yeah, me too. Yet. It's one of those ones where it's like, I have heard it everywhere, and I still will play it myself. I will still choose to play it myself. Yeah, so are you comfortable giving that? I do you want to stretch the rules? Yeah, we stretch the rules yeah, a little bit. Yeah, stretch the rules. It's, it yeah, was the second. It. This most, is our podcast. Yeah, Come on. Well, Again, congratulations, Kill Bill. Let's like go. 15 days. If you come on December, you get grandfathered if it's good enough. You know, that's what I just decided. Write that down. Exactly. That's a rule. December, grandfathered okay. if it's good enough. Um, I like that. An interesting thing about SZA, you should, it's a, it's a long, not everyone is in the league of long form podcasts with Zane Lowe and an artist where they sit down and talk for an hour. But I am. I sure am. SZA is a very interesting person. She is very antisocial, introverted, does not like being who she is now and was saying like the second she released this album she didn't connect with it anymore she was just like that's not how i want to be i don't want to be that or that was like a perch it was a lot of music of things i don't really feel it off her chest and keeping it moving yeah which is really interesting because i'm curious to see what's up next yeah i it sounds like she's very just like this this album is kind of like angry and angsty and upset and I think she just wants to like be more zen and appreciative and all this kind of stuff. So hey, breathe, breathe, a breathe, <laughs> breathe, breathe, deviate is up to breathe. Also a little stuffy. Also my nose is crooked. There's a lot going awry here. It's also my name and nickname. There's just a lot going on. Um, but yes, yeah, as I said, this, this was like a throw off song. She was like, yeah, the ones that always go big are the ones I don't really give a shit about. Like she just like made this in like fucking no time. She's like, whatever. Isn't that weird. I feel like that happens to artists all the time. It always happens. But, it always happens. Yeah. But all right, let's talk about, uh, about beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. Yeah. So I'm just not going to list off a bunch of songs. No one's heard the, the, this is a perfect plug for the, uh, episode description. We're going to have the playlist in there. Just hit shuffle. It's nasty. It is nasty. I worked. We worked two hundred thousand hours of listening for this shit. This playlist is perfect. It's like six hours long. It's like a hundred songs. It's so good. Electronic track of the year. I was between two, but once I saw that Barack Obama had John Summit on his list of songs that he likes of the year, I had to give it to where like, you are. God damn Summit. it! Like that's so cool. Also, there's no fucking chance Barack Obama listens to any of the songs on his thing. Um, so congratulations, no, he, John Summit. Have you have you not heard Have you not heard somebody call him out on that? No. Did and he, he like stood by it and he like knew everything about all of them. And I was oh, like, all right, OBZ, he, he really knows. Dude, Where You Are by John Summit. John Summit. 
that's just so cool. The fucking Barack Obama's listening to it. Uh, electronic remix of the year. When I first heard this, I know when, when Cass likes a remix that it's really, really good because like she nobody likes as much EDM as I do. It was it was on like I was watching a Coachella stream of MK, this guy, and he started playing this Adele Set Fire to the Rain remix, and it was just blowing my mind. It's by, by who? Baddies only? Uh, <laughs> we've talked about this on the podcast before. If you go to the TikTok, it's literally just softcore porn, kind of. It's This DJ's a weirdo. Yikes. I don't really stand by his, his choices. But um, Set Fire to the Rain by Baddies Only. Congratulations for the remix of the year. Uh, rising DJ of the year. We already talked about my boy Conrad a little bit. Gave him underground song of the year. Congratulations. Um, I'm going to go with Joy Anonymous. He's actually the roommate of Fred again. He's putting out incredible music. Um, big, big fan of his. And I, I believe it's a group. It's a duo. I always attribute it to the one guy. But uh, Joy Anonymous, you, you're, you're not anonymity. DJ of the year, it's easy. It's Skrillex. Two albums, Headline Coachella. He's the dude. Dom Dalla was a close runner-up. Um, and then Electronic Album of the Year, pretty easy too. Skrillex, Quest for Fire is just so good, and it's just one of the albums he dropped that weekend. I like that James Blake album, though. That James Playing Robots Into Heaven is a crazy album by James Blake. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, K5 by K5, that's Dead Mouse and Cascade, was an excellent album that came out this year. And then Cult Classics by Joy Anonymous. My boy Fred again helped out with a little bit. Great album. Um, so congrats, congrats. Uh, country, country album of the year, easy. Zach Bryan. I wonder. Zach yeah. Bryan. It's just, even the fact that I knew that guy's name is is image enough. Yeah, he's just he's taking over the world. He's so good. He's breaking rock records. Just terrific album. Just he just speaks from his soul, and I love it. You just know him when you listen to his album. Same with Olivia Rodrigo. I like that introspection. It's just wonderful. Yeah. Runner up, uh, my girl, uh, Megan Maroney. Lucky. Great debut album from her. Uh, congratulations. Uh, country song, California Sober by Billy Strings featuring Willie Nelson. Guess what? We got to stop drinking so much. Everybody got to smoke some more weed because that's just weird. It's just way better when I'm just way on. I don't get all over so, so what Grandpa says. Yeah, that's what Grandpa says. And then into the rock category. Rock is difficult because there's so many things that fall into rock now. I have... I have emo in here. I have post, post punk. I have all these things I don't know how to define. Um, I'm giving the rock song of the year to "No Shoes in a Coffee Shop" by Hot Mulligan. Uh, my friend Emily, our punk correspondent from Buffalo, showed me this one. Um, and <laughs> when I first listened to her, I texted her, I was like, "They really just do scream every other word." <laughs> like literally, they just scream every other word, but it like hits. It's just like so angsty and delicious every now and again man yeah i love it i love it um and then a rock album of the year i was between sleep token and foo fighters for this one but i'm gonna give it to the foo fighters but here we are okay by the foo fighters other the foo fighters the foo fighters the foo fighters uh (laughs) other other uh do you know there's a foo fighters billboard outside my house did you see that I did see that. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's promoting a concert that happened. I don't know if I saw the same one, but I I have seen a Foo Fighters one. Yeah. It's promoting a concert that happened a very long time ago. Um, other rock albums of the year nominees, uh, sleep token King gizzard and the lizard wizards. I know I get it. I get it. You don't know what I just fucking said. Pardon? That's a ridiculous fucking name for a band. But when 10 Australian make a jam band where they literally release two to three albums a year 
they're incredible. They're incredible. I saw them live and it's just, they know how to take Is you. it bad that I kind of like the name and I wish that we had named this podcast that? I know. It's just too late to car party in the water. He's, would you be, would you be King Gizzard wizards? or the Lizard Wizard? <sighs> I think, gosh. I think you know. It's a great question. I think you know. I think I've got to be King Gizzard. You are. I'm King Gizzard. You're my yeah, Lizard I'm, I'm Wizard. I'm the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, and then at the last one, the, the fucking most hipster shit ever. Randomly on a Twitter thread, I saw someone say that a Turkish psychedelic album was the best album they listened to this year. And I thought that was so fucking stupid that I went to listen to it. And it's so good. <laughs> so it's Ask by Alton. You ironically Gun. listened to it and yeah, ended up loving Turkish it. Turkish psychedelic music. I've got a, uh, I've got one on the, on the uh, playlist. Go check out that playlist. Oh, my God, in the episode description. The other thing we have now, I don't know why this would be helpful to someone at this point of the podcast, but we have timestamps. So if you only care about one of these things, but, like, you've already listened to the whole thing. You're here, so now you know. So now, next next time you listen to this exact episode. If you missed. Probably should have said that some other time. Probably should have said that at the front. Probably should have said that at the front. Oh, my God, Kyle. It's exactly an hour. We nailed it. Let's let's take up right now. It's excellent. No, it's not exactly an hour. Um, hey, do you want to do a do a quick clap, like a real clap for everybody? Yeah, it's just way less cool than this one. Put some effort in. Congratulations! Yeah. Um, the, the fourth annual, just just the fan. Can't wait fair. for the fifth. It's just been terrific. Can you? Can we? Now that we have some of this figured out, we got to do this in uh-huh. person next year. It's it can't yeah. be that hard. Like we'll just no. figure it out, you know. And we'll I just mean, fucking all do I have it. to do is bring my mic and plug it into your exact, little gadget. Remember over there, when I so. randomly, impulsively bought another mic and another cord? Yes. You don't have to bring anything, yes. Kyle. I am when I King randomly Gizzard. made merch you that are we're the not selling. <laughs> the merch looks unbelievable. Every time I look at this Thank hat, you. I'm like, Thanks. I don't know how this came to life so quickly. Like I just made this yeah. on LogoAI.com like two weeks ago. It's a great looking hat. Um, it's a nice looking hat. So I. I don't know about Kyle, but I still have four hats to give away. So if you're listening no, to I'm, this. No, I'm fresh out. So if you're, honestly, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. If you're okay. listening to this, we need to come up with a password for someone. Okay. The first person the to first slide in the Instagram DMs. And say what? And say, <laughs> Ryan is uh, King Gizzard. Oh, that's good. You like that? Yeah. Do you think that's it? And the, uh, just the first four get get the hats that's pretty crazy I think you, should, you should you need to sit, save one so let's do three the first three all right first three people to slide into the yeah. car party instagram dms and say ryan is king gizzard and you can't like tell someone else to do it like you'll be no. you'll be fined uh yeah you get a 30 dollar at cost hat that i'm just going to give to you <laughs> these are nice yeah. hats like they're nice yeah, let's they're go nice. i love this idea and um, we'll see. Maybe no one, no one will do it. No and one. <laughs> guess what? I still have the hats. So this is kind of a win-win. <laughs> uh, go to our website, carpartypod.com. That's where you find just about everything. If you want to go listen to our Grammy podcast that we just shit talked for an hour, it's there. If you want to listen to my Express Lane playlist because you want to hit a soothing speed on the highway or in your backyard, it's there. If you're chilling or you're vibing, if you want to follow us on TikTok, at carpartypod. Instagram, same thing. If you liked this at all, just subscribe. You don't even have to listen. Just subscribe. It looks nice because we have like just help us out. We have like seventy plus subscribers. That's kind of sick. Um, yeah. 
But thanks, everybody. Go us. It's a fun year. Woohoo! I like that people are still. Congrats to the winners. Even if there's only three of you, you're going to get happy. Yeah, appreciate you rocking with us. Appreciate you all. Kyle. Well, we out!